This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Welcome again to Cottage Talk. This is another episode of Full Media Buzz in which I look at stories in the media and I analyze them and share my thoughts on them. There are three stories I'm going to be talking about in this episode. I am calling this Cottage Talk Full Media Buzz, Embrace the Chaos. I'll be talking about that title at the end of the show and why I'm calling it Embrace the Chaos. But let's not waste any time. Let's get talking about these media stories and do I believe them? My thoughts on them. There are three of them and they involve Mitro, Damari Gray, and also Callum Hudson-Odoi. But let's start with a story that just doesn't seem to go away. Information on Mitrovic. I'm going to read from an article on hamien.com. So according to hamien.com, the title is Mitrovic will push for summer departure. So I'm going to share my thoughts on it after I read this story from Chloe White. And here it is. This was from July the 31st. The Evening Standard suggests this morning that Alexander Mitrovic will push to leave Fulham this summer, even if his big money move to Saudi Arabia falls through. The Serbian striker trained with his teammates on the final three days of Fulham's preseason tour. And Marco Silva remains determined to keep him at Craven Cottage. I'll allow who turned the forward's head with an offer to treble his salary, has moved on to other targets, having proven unable to match Fulham's £52 million valuation. And the standards, Nizar Kinsella reports that the unsettled number nine is still hoping to leave SW6 before the end of the summer transfer window. The major issue with that position is that all interested parties have balked at Fulham's asking price for the 28-year-old Mitrovic's agent, Pini Zahavi, is working overtime to try to find a solution and offered his client to Inter Milan this weekend, but the Nerazzurri, whose financial difficulties saw them default on their stadium payments earlier this month, would neither be able to afford Fulham's asking price or match Mitrovic's current salary. 
Okay, so that is the article from Chloe White with referencing the Evening Standard article and then also some other articles as well. So again, just want to mention my thoughts on the article and about Mitrovic, and I will just say this. This doesn't surprise me. I am buying that this story. I am totally buying this story because I think the agent is driving the train here. Now, do I think Mitrovic still wants to leave? I think he probably does still want to leave. I think he's also trying to find another alternative, Zahivi, to try to see if he can get a move for Alexander Mitrovic. Listen, it's in Zahavi's best interest financially to get Mitrovic moved. Now, that's where this really bothers me because I'm not saying that Mitro doesn't want to leave. He probably does. But I think a lot of what's going on is being driven by the agent. Agent will get a nice payment if he is able to make a move for Mitro. So just want to just throw that out there. Do I buy that uh, Mitro still wants to leave? I'm buying the story. But as I've said several times on Cottage Talk, Tony Khan, Shahid Khan, Marco Silva, Alistair McIntosh, stay strong. Do not sell Alexander Mitrovic. Do not fall for these stories. Do not let that change your mindset. Alexander Mitrovic should be a Fulham player. He's now back in training. He might not be happy. If he's a professional, he will play. That's the way I'm looking at it. Under contract, I've not changed my mind on this at all. Could Fulham be pushed to the brink if someone comes with that valuation of 52 million pounds? Potentially. But at this point, no one has. So for me, Mitrovic doesn't go anywhere. And he will play for Fulham Football Club where he's not going to play at all. And he's a competitor. He'll want to play. He absolutely will want to play. So I have not changed my stance on this. I would not sell Alexander Mitrovic this summer. Not at all. The club might have a difference of opinion if they met a certain valuation, but I'm still not selling Mitro. That's just me because I want to push on. I want Fulham to kick on. I don't want them to be replacing. I want them to be building. So if you get rid of Mitro, you're replacing. I don't want Fulham to be in that business this season. I don't. I want them to be in the building game. Okay, so that is story number one. Let's go to story number two that keeps on going. According to HammyN.com, Fulham's second Hudson Adoy bid was turned down. So now I'm going to read from that article. There's articles even today about Hudson Adoy. This seems like an ongoing situation with him. So another article from HammyN.com from Chloe White. I'm going to read it and I'll share my thoughts on it. So here we go. Fulham have had a second bid believed to be worth five million pounds for Chelsea winner Callum Hudson Adoy, rejected by Chelsea. The Evening Standards' Nizar Kinsella revealed this morning that the Blues have turned down an improved offer from Fulham at the discussions throughout the past week. Just want to mention that this story is dated July the 31st. The near neighbors who played each other in the final game of the Premier League Summer Series in Maryland last night are still in negotiations over a deal 
for the England International. Hudson Adoy, who's in the final year of his contract at Stanford Bridge, wants to leave Chelsea this summer and is keen on making a move to Craven Cottage. Former not willing to pay the $10 million Chelsea are seeking for a player who they will be able to sign for free in January and are currently considering their next steps. Okay, so that is an article from Chloe White referencing the article from Ninzar Kinsella in the Evening Standard. So I think this is an ongoing situation, and I would not be surprised if Fulham and Chelsea come to an agreement because this is the last year of his deal. Fulham could wait until January. They don't want to wait. Chelsea doesn't want to wait. Hopefully they can meet somewhere in the middle. I am buying the story. I think this is much closer than most think. I think this could happen. And I would like this to happen because I want to see a player like Callum Hudson-Doy, who has so much upside, play under Marco Silva. Marco Silva, proven record of getting the most out of players, especially players that have underperformed to their potential. I would love to see Callum Hudson-Doy play for Fulham Football Club. Let's see if this happens. So let's go on to the final story. And it involves another winger. So we have three stories, one involving a striker, two involving wingers. So let's go to this one. Again, according to handmean.com, Fulham agree fee for Gray. I'll read from this article. And this, another article from Coley White, This article was from July the 31st, which was yesterday when I'm recording this. Here's the article from Chloe. Fulham have agreed a fee with Everton for Damari Gray, according to Sky Sports News tonight. That is July the 31st. The clubs have verbally agreed for a fee for the former Birmingham City and Leicester City winger, with Everton reluctant to greenlight the transfer until they have signed a replacement. But the deal is set to proceed as the Jamaican international wants to reignite his career at Craven College. Reports from across the continent suggest that the fee for Gray, who was agreed to an an initial three-year contract with the Whites, is around 7 million pounds. Okay, so very good stuff there from Chloe. Again, this is according to Sky Sports News from last night. So am I buying the story? Absolutely, I'm buying the story. The issue I have with this, if this is what's going back and forth between Fulham and Everton, is uh, Fulham need players in now. So I don't like the fact that they potentially would have to wait for Everton to get a replacement. That, to me, is not great. So I do buy the story. I'm a little hesitant on this. I would like the player. I actually think Fulham want two wingers. I would like the wingers. I'd be all for the wingers being... Callum Hudson-Odoi, and Damari Gray. That would be great. But if they can't get these deals done, I hope they are moving on to other targets. But I'm buying the stories, both of them, with these two wingers, and I would love to see them both. The gray one has me a little bit more concerned because of the timing. As we're getting closer and closer to the beginning of the season, Fulham need players in. I don't want them to be waiting for weeks to get Damari Gray in. That would not be good. They need to get players in now. I understand that the closer we get to the end of the window, that's where you get your better deals. But I don't want Fulham to wait. I want them to get players 
in as soon as possible. That's where I might disagree with some of the philosophy that we see at Fulham that I think that they do like the deal. They like to make the deals. And that, to me, sometimes just go get the player. Don't haggle over the transfer fee. If you want the player, go get him. Go a little bit more. Extend yourself a little bit. Just get it done. If this Gray situation is about Everton, I don't know if I wait forever for this. I would be looking at other targets. So that's my thoughts on that. And those are the three stories that I wanted to cover in this episode of Cutters Talk Full of Media Buzz. Coming up next to end this episode, I'm going to share why I am calling this episode Embrace the Chaos. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, to end this episode, the reason why I'm calling this episode Embrace the Chaos, it starts obviously with the situation with Metro. There's all kinds of chaos going on there. We have all of this back and forth with all this speculation. And if you follow supporters of other clubs, social media, Fulham look like they are in a complete chaotic state. And I'm here to tell you that that makes fans, the media, feel that Fulham are going to have a tough beginning to the season and possibly a tough season altogether. So I was on the Green Pole podcast, wonderful podcast, hosted by Dan Crawford, also with his co-host Oscar and Max Cohen that you know from both podcasts and myself. And we were talking during the show, near the end of it, thoughts on what has been going on. The other guys gave their thoughts, and then it was my turn. And basically, I'm a pretty confident, positive person. And Dan went to me and basically wanted to know my thoughts on what's been going on with Full. And my Thoughts start with this statement, embrace the chaos. Everything going on, Marco Silva, the things with Mitro, teams wanting Paulinha, the signings haven't come in yet. Whatever you think about the Premier League Summer Series, they didn't play the greatest. You know what? They didn't play the greatest in Portugal last year either. In fact, if I remember correctly, over the past couple seasons under Marco Silva, they did not go into the season 
looking like they were going to be this juggernaut. They didn't. But you know what? The reason why I'm saying embrace all of this, because I think Fulham thrive with all of this noise, all of this chaos. Some of the best clubs that I follow actually embrace this chaos. They ignore it, but they embrace all of this by saying, just bring it on. It doesn't matter because it's about us. It's about Fulham. I think so many people are going to be just not expecting Fulham to have the season that I think they're going to have. And part of it is because I truly believe that they have the right manager. He will get the right pieces to build a team that can contend for Europe. All the chaos around Fulham will not, I believe, affect what happens on the pitch when things go live against Everton. I'm telling you, no one thought that Fulham were going to show up against Liverpool. Fulham are going to show up against Everton, and they're going to be ready to go. And Everton, in my opinion, are not going to know what hit them. And I believe Fulham will start the season strong. Now you're saying, Russ, they've only made a few signings. They didn't look great in the Premier League Summer Series. I can tell you the match before the Liverpool match, that preseason match, they didn't look good either. But it's not about that. It's all about getting up your fitness, playing together as a team. They travel together. They're coming together as a team. By the time they start the season, I truly believe Fulham will be ready to go. They might not have their complete team. I know they won't. But they will be prepared under Marco Silva to face Everton and beat Everton. I believe that. I believe that the mindset is already there for Marco Silva to instill in these players, to get the most out of these players. That's the difference, I believe, from a Marco Silva team than from other teams I've seen with Fulham. The mindset. These players are going to be ready to go. Was Fulham ready to go under Scott Parker? No. Under Savisa? Yes, at times. But not in the Premier League. Marco Silva's track record the last two seasons has been very good to start the season. Fulham will be ready to go. And I'm going to say it right now. I truly believe that they are going to build a team that will contend for Europe. I say bring on the chaos. Bring on everyone picking against them, please. Everyone pick them to be relegated. I'm fine with that because they're going to hear it. And they're going to use it as fuel. And I think they used it as fuel last season. They're going to use it again. That's also why I'm saying embrace the chaos. Embrace the negativity. I'm talking about for Fulham Football Club. Because I think this club under Silva thrive on it. They use it. Fulham, here's my prediction. Right now, we'll end the season seventh. I said it on the Green Pole Podcast. I'm saying it now. I truly believe that. I'm a positive person, but I have two seasons to back me up on that under Marco Silva that this team will be ready to go. They will not start the season slow. I truly believe that. I could be dead wrong on this because if you just look at it on the face of it, 99 out of 100 people will tell me that I'm wrong. I think I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be that one person. We'll see. We'll see if I'm going to be right. 
Well, that's going to end this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other film supporters find us. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.